Welcome to the Master of Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. And today, we're going to be talking all about how to get financing or funding or money to buy your real estate rental properties. Because without money, it's going to be very, very hard to buy properties. But here's a key. It doesn't have to be your money. It could be other people's money. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's up, guys? Super pumped to have you here on the Master Passive Income Show with me. And today is the day after 4th of July. I literally love 4th of July. And actually, when I'm recording this episode, it's Sunday night. 4th of July is on Monday. And I'm so pumped for the 4th of July. It's actually one of my favorite holidays of the year. I I guess I'm a red-blooded American. I love blowing things up. I mean, it's just... So much fun. If you watch any of my YouTube videos, I actually have a gun in the background. People are like, oh, why does he have a gun in the background? Why does he have to display a gun? Oh, because that's how I protect my family in America, so I can. But I love 4th of July because we get together with lots and lots of friends. Like, honestly, right now, I told my wife, I said, hey, let's have people over for the 4th of July. And she goes, okay, that sounds great. And we usually have people over. And the big reason why we have people over to our house, number one, I love buying fireworks and lighting off fireworks. It's usually like we light the fireworks for the kids, but it's really for me because I get a light off all the fireworks. I have such a blast. Oh, little pro tip. Get one of those propane torches at Home Depot. It has like an ignition ignition lighter and you tie it in. It's it's real. Just think of it like a propane lighter instead of like a lighter, a thumb lighter or like one of those little clicking ones. Those are horrible. Get ones that's like propane lighter. You push one button. It's like a torch and it comes out. It lights those fuses in two seconds. But a big reason why we have people over to our house is in the city where I live. It's called Peoria. There is the city. They have a big stadium. And in that stadium, we have baseball here. It's a baseball stadium. And there's a lot of uh, spring ball that comes here. But anyways, in the 4th of July, the city puts off a massive fireworks display. It is so phenomenal. It starts around 9, 9.15-ish. And what is amazing, well, and remember, I'm living in one of my rental properties. We moved out of California. One of my tenants were moving out of the property, my rental property in Arizona. We were moving out of California, like, hey, let's move into that place. And so we thought, hey, let's wait to buy another house because we really like this house. It's smaller, 1,250 square feet. Like, it's literally small with our, my wife and my four kids. But a good trade-off for living here is on the 4th of July. We literally take our lawn chairs, put them in the street, and point them down the street. And the way our house is, there's a riverbed and there's a freeway, which, you know, the freeway is a little far. You can't really hear anything. But right beyond that, that is where the fireworks go off. And so the fireworks, it's literally like a 30-minute display fireworks. So we're at my house lighting off fireworks. So we're at my house lighting off fireworks. I bought those mortars, you know, that shoot up in the air and explode. We have to go a little down, down the ways in front of the house instead of being right in front of the houses, you know, right in the middle of them. But, um, oh, and here's a big tip. I actually emailed everybody on the newsletter um, a big tip on how to be the king of the block when it comes to lighting off fireworks. If you get a ladder... Get a ladder. So, you know, you go to like Walmart or those stores 
the, the fireworks stands that are on the side of the road. If you buy those fireworks, you know, you set them on the ground, you light them off and they go up, which is nice. And then they hit the ground and they kind of land on the ground and just go away. But what if you did this? And this is phenomenal. Get a ladder, a six foot ladder, eight foot ladder, but you put those and make sure it's a ladder that you're okay with getting a little singed from the fireworks. But you put the fireworks on the ladder so that it's higher. It makes it so much better. Imagine a, a normal fireworks display hits the ground and kind of disperses. But if you put the fireworks on top of the, the ladder, even a six foot ladder and light it there, it looks like a huge waterfall fountain of fire. It is phenomenal. And I forgot to mention, I thought about saying it in the just two seconds ago, but I forgot to actually get through with it because I was so excited about the fireworks. But my wife, I said, hey, babe, let's invite people over. And she's like, that sounds great. And it turns out we're gonna have like 40 adults and all their kids. So 20 couples and all their kids. And we have a small house, but we have a front yard. We have a lot of fireworks. And <laughs> so I, at first I was thinking, hey, we might not have that many people. And then she started, hey, this person said yes. Oh, okay. And then this person said yes. And then this person said yes. And oh my goodness, we're gonna have like 40 adults. And we have families, big families. We have four kids. We have some families coming over that has six, seven, eight, nine. One family has 10 kids. So we have a lot of kids running around and definitely everybody, hopefully everybody is in my house is going to be safe. I'm <laughs> taking charge of all the fireworks, but we're going to have a blast. Hopefully you guys had a blast as well. But now that's enough about what's going on with me. And I know everybody has the thought when they start investing in real estate, oh my goodness, how am I going to get money? Like, how am I going to make sure that I have enough money? Do I need to save up for 10 years to buy my first property? Do I need to like scrimp and save? Do I need to you know sell a kidney? Jokingly, I'm just joking. Don't do that. But uh, do I need to buy things and sell them? Um, do I need to create a side hustle? Those are really really good ideas. But at the same time, there are so many ways to get money to invest in real estate. And I know at least 12 or 14, maybe even 15 different ways that I have used to get financing or get funding for my rental properties or my real estate investing. All my real estate investing, it takes money. We know that. And a lot of people believe that the hangup is the money. No, no, no. The hangup is not the money. If you have a good deal, the money will come. In fact, if you bring me, actually, I'll tell you this. Like if you bring me a property, I might buy it from you. But I had a student. His name is Benjamin. Benjamin listens to the podcast as well. But uh, it was so funny. I'm coaching them, doing one-on-one coaching. And by the way, I'm going to stop doing one-on-one coaching. So if you want one-on-one coaching, this is probably going to be the last time you're going to be able to do it. Uh, but anyways, so we're coaching. And after about a month of him learning and coaching, he starts seeing his property. He said, hey, this property looks really good. I said, yeah, let's look at the property. It's a duplex, really decent area. Property manager said it's great. And then he says, you know, I don't know. Should I buy it? And I said, well, and this is how I try to coach. I try to teach my students how to fish, not just give them a fish like, hey, here's a property in the city, buy it. And no, I don't want to do that. I want to educate. I want you to fish without me. I don't want to be there forever with you. You I want you to move on and be able to grow your own business and be able to provide for your family. And so as I'm teaching him, he said, hey, what do you think about this property? I said, well, Benjamin, I would buy it. It's a good property. I mean, it's a really, really low price, meaning like you're going to rent it for a lot more. You might make three to $400 a month in passive income. And so he's like, well, and it's his first deal. We're all nervous. The first one's the hardest. He's like, well, I don't know. Like, oh, like I just, it's so, I'm so nervous. And we went on like two or three different calls, talk about the same property. And after hemming and hawing and him saying, oh, I don't know if I really should. I said, Benjamin, 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 if you're not going to buy it, give me the property. Like send me the contract, let it go. And I will put an offer in on the property and buy the property. He goes, oh man, 
well, if you're going to buy it, <laughs> if that's something you would do, I better buy it. It was, it's literally a grand slam for him. It's a fantastic property. He bought it for, I want to say it was like $48,000. He's making like $400 a month in passive income, fixed it up, refinanced it, pulled the cash back out. Now he literally only has like $2,000 of his own money in that property. So amazing. But this is, there's so many ways to do it. And it's just, I love giving all my students all the different ways and say, hey, here are the ways that I see. And this is what we're going to talk about today. 12, 14, 15 different ways to actually get financing for the properties. But here are all the ways. Let's figure it out. Just like a tool. You know, if you have a tool belt for your, you know, working around the house or whatever, you have a toolbox. Well, each tool is used for a different thing. Same thing with real estate investing. We want as many tools to get the job done. And if financing is a problem, it's actually not a problem. You just need to know which tool to use and how to use that tool. And that's what I love to do. But that's what I'm going to be talking about all today is the 12 or 14 or 15 different ways. I'm going to probably come up with more as I go. But I'm going to tell you as I have actually done this, how I've done it, and how you can do it as well. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin and Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job, I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. Now, I I do buy and hold where I have rental properties, but you can use this for flipping, for wholesaling. You could do everything in real estate with these 12 ways to fund your rental properties. I've used just about every single one of these ways, and I want to show you how to do that. The biggest and best one that I've known by far, and everybody's going to be like, oh yeah, no brainer. It's all cash. I love buying properties with all cash, and the reason why, and there are many different reasons why. Number one, I can buy it faster. I can close faster. I don't have to worry about a bank. Number two, I get a better deal because sellers are realizing, hey, this guy has cash. Let me go ahead and sell it to him. And number three, I don't have to worry about finding financing. It's all cash. But here's the great thing. You don't have to have your own personal cash. You can use other people's cash to buy properties and be able to utilize all this together and invest in real estate. So that's the first one is all cash. Now it's going to take a little bit of time. You're going to save up your own cash, but you could also get other people and have other people's cash ready to go when you find that great deal. Now, the next great one that everybody knows about is a conventional loan. Now, normally when somebody buys a piece of real estate, what they do is they get a mortgage broker and they get a realtor and then they put them together and they buy a property. Like if you're gonna buy a house for yourself, that's what you do. You get a mortgage broker and a realtor and you put them together and you buy a property. Well, conventional loans are absolutely fantastic. The reason why they're fantastic is they're fixed. The rate is fixed, the how much you're getting, you're paying out of your pocket is fixed. And me as a buy and hold investor, I need to make sure my expenses are, are flat. Basically, they're not gonna keep going over time. And so if I get a mortgage, a 30 year mortgage that I'm paying like $800 a month on the mortgage and 
all the expenses included total up to like maybe like $1,100. But if I could rent it for $1,400, that's $300 in passive income. And so a conventional loan is terrific because you have, you know exactly what your expenses are going to be every single month for 30 years. And a great thing about conventional loans with rental properties, your tenants are going to be paying off that mortgage. It's fantastic. Now, conventional loans are great. So utilizing cash, utilizing conventional loans, those are just two. There's a bunch more. One type of financing that I absolutely adore, like I just, I love this type of financing is delayed financing. Now, delayed financing, basically, you need a little bit of money up front to buy the house, to purchase a house up front, and then once you buy the house, you fix it up, you rehab it, you get it worth more, so you make the value of it go up higher, and then the delayed financing is when the bank, after you fix it up, they go in and get an appraisal, and the after repair value, so once it's already repaired, they give you the loan on that higher amount. So you can even pull out your money and then some. Let's say you increase the value by rehabbing it or fixing it up by $50,000. You can effectively pull out cash after that property because you're getting it on the higher value. It doesn't matter how much you owe on it, you're getting out that higher value. So delayed financing in a quick way, and I have a whole nother video, all these actually, all these ways to do financing and funding your rental properties, check the description below. I have so many videos on how to do each one. This is a good overview so you can see which route you can go. Now delayed financing is a great way to get all of your rehab costs, everything already in there, and then do a cash out. Delayed financing is fantastic. So check below in the description to get that video talking specifically about delayed financing. Now I'm gonna also give you a, a really advanced strategy. Now this is an advanced strategy that not every, I would not necessarily recommend this to everybody, but it's a fantastic strategy that I've used many times and my students have as well. I've used credit cards. No joke, literally credit cards. I have a credit card somewhere around here. There we go. I have my credit card right here. This is my credit card. I have my credit cards. I've literally used my credit cards to buy properties. And that really what it comes down to is I had a cash advance. Um, basically, they wanted me to start a whole brand new credit card. And I get a cash advance for like $15,000. And the interest rate is like 0.01%. It's like so low, it's almost zero for the life of the balance of that loan. I said, you know what, credit card? Yes, that's a cheap mortgage. I'm definitely gonna do that. So I pulled out fourteen dollars or $15,000, bought two different properties with those. That, that payment that I had to pay for that, that credit card, that loan, was paid for by the tenants. I made sure that was a cost accounted for when I bought these rental properties. And with those properties, I made $250 or more with paying the credit card, with paying the mortgages and paying the expenses. I made $250 or more from each one of those properties. So that's $500 a month in passive income with all the expenses paid for and the credit card paid for. Now I did pay off that credit card because over the time, it was like a, I think a five-year loan that over the time of paying off the minimum, it eventually paid itself off and I had the property and I still you know, didn't have the loan anymore. So credit cards are an advanced strategy. So be careful when you're using that, but that's a great way to get funding. And if you're getting started investing as a beginner, the best way, the absolute best way to get funding is an FHA loan, a Federal Housing Administration loan. That is absolutely the best way to get started. And the reason why a Federal Housing Administration loan is if you're gonna live in the house yourself for just a year, you only have to put down 3.5%. Imagine 3.5% out of your pocket as opposed to 20%. A normal conventional loan is 10, 15, or 20% down payment that you have to put down on a property. So if you're buying a $100,000 house, you're gonna have to put down $20,000 to buy a $100,000 house. With an FHA loan, it's $3,500. So 3.5% of the purchase price is how much you're gonna have to pay. So it's gonna be so much dramatically less. Now, one caveat, like I said, 
is you have to live in the property for one year. Now, what's great is if you house hacked, and I have a whole nother video on house hacking, check that one in the description below. If you house hacked, you can buy a duplex, live in the duplex, put three and a half percent down, have somebody else rent out the second portion, the other part of the duplex, they're paying the mortgage, you're living rent free. Now, here's a big pro tip for you. You can utilize this FHA loan over and over and over again. What you do is with that first house, that's an FHA loan, hopefully it's a duplex, you refinance get it out of that FHA loan, get it into a conventional loan. Now you have the ability to have another FHA loan ready to go. So you go and buy another property with that FHA loan. You live in this first one for a year, refinance it, move out after the year, because that's that's the criteria. And then you buy another house, another duplex, a triplex or a fourplex. Five units above is a whole nother, you know, that's commercial loans. We're not going to go there. But if you did this, you can use FHA loan again and buy another property with an FHA loan. You can do this over and over and over again. FHA loans are fantastic, especially if you're getting started with very, very low money. This is the best way to go. Now, I'm going to give you another advanced strategy, an advanced strategy that I'm going to give you a pro tip on how to get in and get out as fast as possible. But it's hard money. Hard money is a great way to get financing. Now, what's great is usually I used to think, It'd be like, you you know, you go to the, the local mobster and a guy named Jimmy the Wolf will lend you some money and if you don't pay him back, he'll cap you in the kneecaps. Well, that's not how hard money actually is. That's what I originally thought. I know it's what a lot of people think, but what hard money actually is, it's a company. It's a basically a, a, a company that is going to lend their money like a bank, but they charge you more fees. They want to get their money in and out as fast as possible. So the trick is to get your money out of the hard money loan as fast as possible. Let's say you use a hard money loan to buy a property. You use that hard money loan, they want their money back as fast as possible, six months to a year, maybe two years at very max, they charge you high fees and high points, but that's a way to get into the property with no money down. But here's the pro tip I wanna give you. You wanna make sure that you have a way to get out of that hard money loan with a conventional loan. So. Before you even try to get that hard money loan, you go to banks and mortgage mortgage companies, mortgage brokers, and you say, I'm using a hard money loan. This is a big pro tip, so write this down. I'm using a hard money loan. I'm gonna buy the property, and then I want to refinance out of that hard money as like within a month or two months. I need to get out of that. You get that all locked in. You get all dialed in. You get the pre-approval letter. You get all that stuff ready so that when you get the hard money loan, that utilizes you to get the property and then you refinance because now you own it. You own that property. You can refinance, pull it out. So hard money loans are fantastic. Now, it is an advanced strategy. All my students, I show them how to do that as well. So if you're interested in coaching, go to masterpassiveincome.com. The link will be in the description as well. But hard money loans are fantastic ways to get real estate. Now, here is another great, um, It's a, some people wouldn't even think about this. But let's say you needed cash to buy something. Well, you either work a job or you do something else to get creative and find um, find money. And I interviewed a great couple. They go to swap meets or they find things that people want to throw away. They fix it up and they sell it on eBay and Craigslist. So anyways, the next way, you basically find ways to make more money. Now, let me give you an example. So this couple that I interviewed on the Master Passive Income podcast, I interviewed them. And the reason why is because they found a chair, an old chair, you know, they just maybe wiped it down. They found it on the side of the road, picked it up, took it home, wiped it down, cleaned it up, maybe, you know, wiped off all the, you know, uh, food smudges and stuff like that. Then they sold it. I think they made like a couple hundred dollars on that chair. That's $200 right then and there. But then they kept flipping that over and over and over again. And now they have $100,000 in inventory and they're currently selling that off to have that money to buy an investment 
property. So they're going to have over $100,000 in cash because they took a chair and flipped that over and over again. They, they, it's called a flea market flipper is, what, is who they are. So check in the description for below. But that's a great way to make money. But you could also drive for Uber. You can do Uber Eats. You can uh, you start whatever, you know, cut people's lawns. Finding more ways to make more money, to save, to buy that property is another great thing that you must do in your business. Now, of these 12 ways to get financing, I'm gonna jump into the eighth way. The eighth way is to get private money loans. Private money loans are basically like friends and families or you know businesses that you may be frequent and you know the owner and they may have a little bit of money. You say, hey, I'm an investor. I invest in real estate. I flip properties or I buy and hold properties. Would you like to loan me money? Would you like to be a part of the, well, this, you don't just say, you know, can you give me money? You say, would, I have an opportunity for you. Would you like to be a part of this opportunity? I would love to give you a great return on the money. So instead of putting your money in a savings account where you're getting like 0.01%, which is pennies, I can actually get you 6% return on your money or 8%, whatever you want to give. But you borrow money from friends, family members, acquaintances, business owners. You borrow money for them. You give them a promissory note. It's you know a contract written out and terms and everything. And you utilize their money. I have so many students utilizing friends and family members and businesses and utilizing their money to buy the property. It's great. So private money is not to be overlooked. And the best way to get private money is literally to tell everybody you know that you are now an investor. Say, hey, hey my name's Dustin Heiner. I invest in real estate rental properties, like, or I invest in flip, fix and flip properties. I invest in real estate. You're going to get a lot of people like, oh, really? You know, how do you do it? Okay. Well, then you say, then that transitions, you tell them what you do, transitions into, this is how I do it. And you know what? I might have an opportunity. Would, if I ever have an opportunity, would you want to take part of it? The great way to get funding for your real estate investing. Now, the term portfolio loan, which is the ninth in all of the list of 12 different things, ways to get financing. Portfolio loan is something that people, it's kind of like almost elusive. People are like, well, what is a portfolio loan? And where do I get them? All it basically boils down to is, a normal loan, a conventional loan, you have a big bank, they lend the money, and then they sell that to like Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac or said that, sell that to um, the government, basically, and they are the ones that actually finance the property. Now, what happens is a portfolio is not like that. Instead of selling off, the bank would actually hold it as their portfolio. It's their money that they're lending out. And it's their portfolio. It's in their portfolio of things that they lend to. Very, very simple way to explain it is it's a bank lending their own money. Now, to get a portfolio loan, it is super easy. It's People think, oh, it's hard. How do you find them? You literally just call it bank after bank. Hey, do you do portfolio loans? Hey, do you do portfolio? It's literally as easy as it is. And what's going to happen is you're going to get whoever the mortgage person is say, well, what do you really need? Maybe I can help you out. Maybe you need a signature loan. This is one. This is a pro tip that I'm going to give you that is not in this list. There's actually, I guess this would be number 13, but a signature loan along with a portfolio loan, which is, you know, they're loaning on the property. If you just do a signature loan, which I've literally done, I go into a bank and say my signature, basically use my social security card, my social security number, and it's credit on me. You're not lending against the property. You're getting the, I am guaranteeing it as myself. So it's called a signature loan. So I guess that would be another one is a signature loan is fantastic for you because you basically go in the bank, say, I guarantee it, and then they will give you that money, whatever you qualify for and whatever they're willing to give you. Utilizing portfolio loans and signature loans are great ways to use. And I would personally suggest go to regional banks or local banks or credit unions. Go to them first before you go to like the Bank of the West or sorry, Bank of America, um, Wells Fargo, big companies. You don't want to go there, in my opinion. 
Try to find the little companies. They're the ones that love giving out these little micro or small type loans. Now, I'm gonna have to say, this is by far my favorite. I almost save the best to last, but my by far my favorite way of getting financing is seller financing or owner financing. I absolutely love that. And I do have an entire video showing you how to find seller financing, how to utilize it. Check in the description for that video. But seller financing or owner financing is phenomenal. Basically, somebody owns a property. You find that seller, they want to sell. You say, hey, instead of me just giving you cash up front or getting a loan, how about you become the bank? You know, banks make money by getting interest. How about I pay you that interest? So instead of paying $100,000 to you right now for that house, over time, it'll be $180,000 or $200,000 if you carry that note. So with seller financing, you get the property. You don't have to go through the appraisal. You don't have to go through your background check. You don't have to do all that sort of, you know, like credit check and everything. You don't have to do that unless the seller really wants you to do that. But they can take back the property anytime if you stop making those payments, not just for anything, if you stop making those payments, which is great because then you can refinance and pull that cash out, pay off the seller and own that property outright. Seller financing is amazing or owner financing is absolutely amazing. You must do seller financing. And the next great way to get financing for your rental properties, for your real estate investing is with home equity. If you already own a home, if you have your own personal residence, and I've literally done this dozens of times, I've done this over and over again, I have equity in my properties, I cash out, I literally get a cash out refinance, refinance a property, I have, let's say $100,000 in equity, I pull out that money and then buy more real estate with that equity. It's great because the equity is inside your house, your house has that equity, and the banks realize, hey, that house is worth more. Let's go ahead and lend more on that. Now, what's great, and here's a pro tip, whatever price that you're going to be getting for the uh, the loan, you want to make sure that increase in the amount of payment for that loan is going to be covered by the properties that you're going to buy. Now, we're not going to just cash out and go buy a Lamborghini or a Ferrari or buy a new car because that's just going to be wasting that money. We're going to take that money out. We're going to buy a rental property that makes us $250 or more every single month in passive income. And when we do that, we're gonna also be covering the increase in our mortgage in whatever residence we have. And I've literally done this, and I'm gonna give you even an extra one. The one just came to my mind right now is getting a bundle loan. A bundled loan is a fantastic way. Also, think of a portfolio loan where the bank is actually lending their own money. A bundled loan is where the bank is bundling many properties together. I've done this where I've bundled like four or five properties all together, got one loan, got appraisal for each property, but I got one loan, got one payment, got one everything, and I can even sell each one of those out individually and pay it off. And I got a bundled loan. It's a commercial bundle loan. I get a decent interest rate that's pretty good, not like as good as a conventional loan, but a bundle loan is another fantastic way. So what do you need to do? to find a bundled loan is call up any bank and say, can I talk to your commercial lending department or whoever does the commercial lending? If they do commercial lending, more than likely they're gonna do bundled loans. Um, I've used other banks, many other banks, but you can absolutely find them. You just gotta do your homework, start calling people. But a bundled loan is a fantastic way to actually get many, many things, like using utilizing your home equity to actually use that to buy more properties. And partnership loans is another great way to get financing for a real estate investment. Partnership loans where you're utilizing other people's money, you're also giving them a little bit of equity, don't give them a lot, like don't give them half, because it's still a loan, you're still paying them back, 
But what you want to do is partner with somebody, have them bring the money, you give them a little bit of equity, you also give them that loan, they also make money, they also get part of the equity, it gives them more reasons why to invest with you. So that is all the now 14 different ways, it was 12, now it's 14 different ways to get funding. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course, text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya.